Fine, I will do this only because I care about your requests. Hi guys, it's Sophia Maddox. Welcome back to the Movie Fandom Podcast. And in my last episode, I said I would not do a breakdown for No Way Home because everyone else already did one. But you guys said that you were waiting for me to do a breakdown. So of course, I'm not going to not do a breakdown. I'll do a breakdown for you. But um, it's hard to do it in podcast form because you can't see the visuals. But I will do the best I can. I've done trailer breakdowns before. Let's just get straight into it. Now, I'm watching the trailer in the lowest speed possible, and I've already converted it, so it's the lowest speed possible, but put even more speed. It's not the lowest speed on YouTube, it's even lower, because I want to analyze the heck out of this thing. I already have, personally, but for you guys, since you really wanted it, I'll go all out. Okay, so we're getting more Eye of Nebula footage, and behind Doctor Strange, it looks like while he's conjuring the spell, it looks like a very purpley atmosphere, and later in the trailer, we see the sky crack open, like, we see a crack in the sky, and it resembles the same purpley asteroid background, so I think that's related to the spell, obviously, but just an observation there. Also, I pointed this out a few days ago, um... This, on the poster, I noticed that Doc Oct looked like his techno, like on Tom Holland's Instagram when he posted the new poster. I noticed that Doc Oct's uh, arms, tentacles, whatever you want to call it, looked very Iron Man-ish, like Iron Man built it. And now you can totally see how he's adapted that nanotechnology in this trailer really well. Alright, we also got the full reveal of Green Goblin's suit, which was great. Um, oops, I accidentally started playing it. We got the full reveal of Green Goblin's suit, which was great. And it looks amazing. Um, definitely better than the first movie. As well as Electro having his comic book suit. I kid you not. Every day I think about how in Amazing Spider-Man they ruined Electro. But they're fixing Electro. Yeah, he's got the yellow and green, not the blue. Yes, this is great. Now, everyone's freaking out that it's Peter's suit inworded. You probably already heard about that. Um, the black and gold suit. But on the, he's also wearing a new suit in these shots with gold on it. So he has d multiple different new suits. Also, I have been getting a lot of questions for some reason. I don't know why people are asking me this. But the Funko Pops for No Way Home aren't coming out until January. So I ordered all my Funko Pops and they have not come yet. But they're coming soon. They're coming in January. So stay tuned for that. So first we get this really depressed, crying Peter emo kid shot in the rain. Which, first of all, breaks my heart. And second of all, emo kid. Emo Peter. <laughs> Not amazing Spider-Man. I mean, uh, Spider-Man 3 again. At the end of this episode, I'm going to get into some concerns I have about this trailer. Yes, I know. Concerns. You heard that right. I'm going to get into that because I do have some concerns for this movie. So another thing everyone's talking about is how he's talking about his actual spider bite, which I think is like crazy because no one else ever, like he never talked about that. And he also mentions that the week MJ knew that he was Spider-Man was the best week of his life. I know, so cute. Um, let's continue watching. But also it hints that he has nothing else in his life, but maybe, I don't know, Aunt May. But he has nothing to root for, nothing to go for. Um, then we see him go to the Sanctum Centaurum. It appears to be fall, so... Uh, no Way Home is set to take place right after Far From Home. So if this, it looks fall in New York, it's probably around oh, October, maybe late September, which means we have a good three month difference between when the movie starts and when it really starts to pick up. So it could be slow. Anyway, we get a nice view of a pumpkin bomb and Green Goblin. We see Electro fight Spider-Man in, in uh, a field with Spider-Man wearing the 
I'm going to just call the inward suit or the black and gold suit, whatever you want to call it. And it looks crazy cool, but I don't like the idea of it just being the inwarded homecoming suit. I don't know, but whatever. And I don't like the whole green paint thing, but whatever. Then we get a shot of Doc Ock using nanotech and smashing, trying to smash Peter's head, but then calling him, you're not Peter Parker, which blew my mind. They're also on the George Washington Bridge, by the way, it appears, which is crazy. Um, we see Doc Ock slam his octopus tentacle into the uh, thing. We see um, Peter, Ned, and MJ make a okay boomerang joke, which I was living for. Um, Anyway, they asked Doc Ock what his real name is, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now this is the part where I talk about the crack in the sky, but I'll get more into that because they show it more later in the trailer. Now it looks like uh, Peter on his suit has got more of that Doctor Strange technology, more Scooby-Doo references. Also, anyone who says Doctor Strange is Mephisto, thank you, because Mephisto jokes always make me laugh. Then outside the Daily Bugle or some sort of news station, we see Sandman attack that. We see J. Jonah Jameson, always a treat to have J.K. Simmons play him. We see, oh, okay, um, we see, uh, Doc Ock in this prison thing, and in the concept art for the film, there were all the villains in this prison, which I'm assuming is in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Uh, we see Spider-Man with the instant kill suit fighting Doc Ock on a bridge. We see Peter catch a pumpkin bomb. I think that went to Happy or either Aunt May. Probably Happy. But whatever, we see Peter wearing the homecoming suit, lots of different suits in this trailer. I think they're all fighting over that Eye of Nebula cube thing that conjured the spell. Um, now we see them fighting in the Grand Canyon or whatever, I don't know my US geography, but like, we see Doc Ock use the nanotechnology, we see Electro, um, this is great. We see Doc Ock, um, we see more of the Eye of Nebula, keeping that Eye of Nebula there. Um, which is crazy that that's going to be... Well, I'm not sure if it's an eye of We see Green Goblin's full costume. Um, we then see uh, Green Goblin's full costume. We then see Peter and MJ kiss. Although it looks like MJ's wearing some sort of armor. So maybe she could be involved in the fighting too. Or there could just be a kiss scene. Who knows? But um, whatever. Then we've got more Sandman, more Doc Ock. And then we get the shot of him... Talking to Aunt May, saying that he can't save everyone, which, is it just me, or does Tom Holland look like a freaking adult? Like, not that he's not an adult, obviously, I've said this a bunch of times, but he looks like a teenager when he plays Peter Parker, but he actually looks a lot like Andrew Garfield in this shot. Like, when I first watched it, I thought it was Andrew Garfield, but it's Tom Holland, and I was like, what?! Anyway, more on Andrew Garfield being mistaken for Tom Holland. Now we have the scene everyone's talking about where the lizard gets punched in the Brazilian trailer. Yes, I totally agree. That's another Spider-Man. Then we have uh, Peter fight all of them. And then we get the infamous shot of MJ falling the way Gwen did. Now, I love how people... And a lot of people are saying that this could be Andrew Garfield's hand. Which, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, CGI'd... Tom Holland's suit in there. Like, they did that all throughout the trailer, which that would just be absolutely amazing because then Andrew gets his redemption for not saving Gwen, which will just be the best thing possible. Um, and then we get the crack in the sky shot that I was talking about. Um, it looks very similar to whatever that was. And yeah, December 17th, guys, there's my breakdown. Now I'm going to talk about why I'm kind of like nervous about how this movie is gonna go and the reason the main reason is the too many villains 
every Spider-Man movie they've ever done that has too many villains, it's always never turned out the way we wanted to. And this movie looks like it's going to have a ton of villains. And I really don't want to see this third Spider-Man movie fall victim the way the other two franchise ending ones did. Because this franchise has been really good so far and I don't want to see it end because they had too many villains and Sony didn't learn from their mistakes. But I trust Marvel. I trust Kevin Feige. Another thing is the mass hype. The more people, the less, the more people that are going to dislike it. Not that this movie doesn't deserve hype. I'm just saying there are a lot of people that might give this movie a lesser rating because everyone is going to see it. Um, it's basically the next Avengers Endgame. Don't get me wrong. Um, another thing I wanted to note is the similarities between um, the Sp Spider-Man 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I really don't want that hap to happen. And the main reason that I've been saying since day one this movie was announced is the tonal shift. Now that Peter's identity has been revealed, he has to grow up more. But that's going to be a really big tonal shift. To me, it needs to be a gradual process. I think the Raimi trilogy did this in a really good way. But here it seems like out of out of, like think of Far From Home. It's such a lighthearted movie, and the last scene is what makes it more higher stakes. But now this movie, it's gonna transition into a higher tone. Uh, it's gonna be tonally inaccurate when you watch them all back to back, and it's gonna feel really weird. So that's one reason why this movie might not just cut it. But that's all I have to say. I mean, I'm still super excited. Don't get me wrong. This could be one of the best Spider-Man movie, the best Spider-Man movie ever. But I do have some concerns, and I definitely, I'm telling you right now, I don't think it's going to be as good as Far From Home or Homecoming for me. I think I'm still going to love it, but it's not going to live up to what I wanted, which obviously, you know, they can't make everyone, maybe someone wants this, and I get it's for fan service, but another unpopular opinion that I've talked about in the past is I actually don't want Toby and Andrew to be in this movie. I want them to finish the Tom Holland franchise the way they finished the Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire franchise. That way you can see their story on their own, and then if you want to continue, have all the actors come back for a crossover. Don't take the third Tom Holland Spider movie to be a crossover, because then it's going to take away from being the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Movie Slash Book Fandom Podcast. I'm Sophia Maddox. I don't know if I said that. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I'm on every social media platform except for Snapchat and TikTok. And you can follow me at either Sophia Maddox or at The Book Avenger. Same thing on YouTube. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.